I love teaching. I love sharing what I know about cardiology. I, I love the subject. So anyone who'll give me five minutes, you know, they'll get an earful about cardiology, as Sarah can attest to. Hello, welcome to Borborygmy, Noises from the Veterinary World, the show that lets you overhear conversations between veterinary professionals about anything and everything that's topical in the industry. The triumphs and the tribulations, they're all in here. I'm Naomi Mella, vet and podcaster, and we're now into season three. Borborygmy is produced in association with our pals at Vetstego Diversify, and you can find heaps of talking points and conversations after each of these episodes over on our social media, so do go and check that out. This season is a unique collaboration with virtual veterinary specialists. Do you ever wish you could just conjure up a specialist to help you in person with a difficult case? Well, now you can! The wonders of cutting-edge medical technology means that VVS specialists can be instantly on hand to live guide you through procedures. The tech and the experience are, by all accounts, amazing. But don't just take our word for it. Search for Virtual Veterinary Specialists on YouTube to see video clips and find out for yourself what we're talking about. One of the beauties of the veterinary profession is the diversity of practices out there in terms of size, scope and the expertise of the people working within them. There really is a place for everyone, whether you're big or small, specialist or not. Sarah Aldridge is the owner of Daventry Vets, a two-vet independent practice in Daventry, and is a GP vet with a focus on building personal, friendly relationships with her clients and their animals. Here she chats to Nuala Summerfield, a cardiology diplomat and co-founder of VVS, about the relationship between specialists and practitioners. Nuala started VVS in 2017 and began by explaining the gap she sought to fill and where the concept of the company came from. So having been a a referral cardiologist for, um, let me think, almost 18 years now, um, I think for for me, one of the the driving forces behind VVS was really um, uh, identifying a need to have much more collaborative care for for patients. Really, patients that had particularly ones that have um, sort of chronic geriatric conditions, many cardiac cases. You know, older dogs. There are multiple medications, maybe they've got comorbidities. Um, And those patients will often have a very close relationship with their primary vet because they've been with their vet for a long time. And and so um, having worked in referral hospitals and just seen as referral hospitals get bigger, it is really hard to maintain those relationships with your referring vets. And, And you feel like you don't really know the people that are referring to you. And I enjoy those relationships. I really like to get to know my colleagues in in practice because essentially we we all offer um, a different service to our clients. So I know, you know, a lot about a very narrow area of cardiology, um, whereas the referring vets that I work with have to know a lot about a lot of different things. So I think we work together very well. And I think sometimes a traditional referral model makes it hard to be as collaborative as, as I would like to be. So, um, and I also, I love teaching. I love sharing what I know about cardiology. I, I love the subject. So anyone who'll give me five minutes, you know, they'll get an earful about cardiology as Sarah can attest to. Um, so, that was really the reason or the kind of the the motivation behind VVS, finding a way of bringing referral 
care into a first opinion setting. And with the advent of new technology, that's now become very, very possible uh, to do, to create a, a very seamless experience that essentially feels like I'm in the clinic working directly with first opinion colleagues and able to support them with their case management and, you know, share some you know, knowledge about cardiology, maybe share some skills like heart um, heart scanning or ECG interpretation or auscultation, which then has a benefit for the practice because you teach one person and, you know, as vets, we, we love learning. So I teach one person and then they'll teach somebody else in the practice and essentially the skills within the practice kind of grow because it has this domino effect. And I think people feel enthused if and if they learn something new and we all like somebody to you know take an interest in us and mentor us I mean I am a cardiologist because somebody mentored me so I love having that opportunity to actually be able to teach and mentor other people you know obviously if if they have an interest in cardiology (laughs) (laughs) and so you've both mentioned the platform what what is the platform like in reality when you see it Sarah like what does that look like when it arrives at your practice is it a laptop or is it's it a laptop. it's a laptop? Okay, in case. Fine. Um, and then all the peripherals just go um, with it. Um, it arrived with laminated sheets. So the instructions are really clear. Everything's colour coded, and and you just um, set it. You just set it all up. Um, in terms of the the peripherals that we would supply to a practice, I mean, our intention is for the practice to to use their own larger items of equipment so really anything that that we can access the video you know output from um, we we can connect to so the ultrasound machine will will be something that the practice will um, will use their own but for example a practice may not have a video otoscope um, or a, a video dermoscope so um, we can provide those for dermatology that would allow a dermatologist to essentially examine the ear canals with you in real time um, look at the tympanic membrane do live guided ear flushes um, and then there are other digital peripherals you know that we can um, provide say for cardiology a digital stethoscope so that we can hear the heart sounds and murmurs at the same time digital ECG that will stream across the platform so that we can interpret the ECG together so it's very different from just uploading an ECG you're actually looking at it in real time with with uh, one of the cardiology team Um, and then there are other digital peripherals for things like ophthalmology as well and I think possibly one of the things that hasn't quite come over is we always have a webcam on as well so when I'm scanning then um, Newly can see my hands and tell me what to do, um, which hopefully is getting a little bit less at the moment on my cardiology because hopefully my scanning is improving. But that's how, see, you know, it's very, it's it's very detailed as to say, you know, just rotate a tiny bit, drop your hand, do this. And then lo and behold, the image comes onto your screen. And not only do I have, my screen, Nula shares her screen back with me on the platform on the on the virtual retina specialist laptop. And from that, she's then able to point out, out things with her cursor and show me things on that. And that's invaluable for learning. That's a really, really useful tool. So I find that really invaluable of actually, you know, pointing out things. And I, you know, I think um over the, the last the last few months um then yeah my understanding of cardiology i think has increased quite you know has increased quite a lot and hopefully it's going to increase further um as well and 
I do, you know, I feel that I'm offering a much better service to, you know, to the to the clients. And I always tell them how it works as well, which I think they think is pretty amazing as well, sort of how, you know, how it's all how it's all achieved. I definitely, Sarah, have seen a huge uh, improvement in you know in your scanning and as you said your understanding of, of cardiology and I think it's that practical kind of one-to-one where we're scanning together I can point out you know where to do the measurements for you and we can look at sort of smaller subtle changes like little cordy tendony in the heart and that type of thing and it was really great to see um, the the scan that you did on your own cat rhubarb which I know you were a little bit um, maybe daunted about because he's quite a character but that was the best scan that was definitely the best scan you've done to date I mean you got all of your measurements and all of the the flow velocities that we wanted to to measure and thankfully I was very relieved that we didn't find you know anything too significant in in rhubarb um, but no you did a fantastic job with him He's actually he's actually currently behind the computer screen on my desk on his bed asleep. Um, yeah, Rhubarb he's he's a huge character. He's a very friendly, fussy cat, and all is well until you try and keep him still to do anything to him, <laughs> and then life changes. So, and he just drops really because um, immediately after he's done anything, then he just he purrs again. So. Yeah. And I think although I didn't think I was kind of nervous because it was my own cat, then I think, you know, yes, I probably was because I was absolutely exhausted when I got home that night. (laughs) So we're a small independent practice and we always strive to provide a really high level of you know patient and um and client care and so bringing bringing virtual veterinary specialists in for us is also what it's done is has enabled us as a practice to offer more and I think it's also it's it's up to our skill level as well so I've already I'm aware um that things that I'm I'm doing and learning from virtual veterinary specialists is now filtering through to you know to other areas in the practice I'm using the skills that I've learned the knowledge that I've learned as well um, to treat other patients that may not be able to use the service so um, that it's filtering down so I just feel that overall it's helping us you know achieve what we want to do it's just is offering a, a high level of care to to all our patients and also from the client's point of view as well it is it's not the same cost outlay for them as going to one of the large you know the large referral centers and whilst for some clients that's not an issue and you know if they're insured you know it isn't but for some of them it is and I think that makes the difference you know of being able and being able to provide the service um, and to talk about the different uh the, the different disciplines that we now have. So we started off with with cardiology, um, and now uh, we have a fully multidisciplinary team. So we have internal medicine and feline medicine, uh, diagnostic imaging, um, neurology, dermatology, oncology, ophthalmology, uh, exotics, dentistry, and uh, equine. So uh, we are you know, growing definitely. And and one of the things we're extremely lucky about is that the specialists that we work with um, are all, uh, I suppose we value not just their clinical expertise, but but their personalities. They need to be people who love teaching and who are friendly and approachable. Uh, I hope Sarah would, uh, would agree that the experience should, you know, 
is is fun. You know, the idea behind the consultations is they're informal. We're colleagues. We're working together. We get to know each other, and they, you know, we're there to to teach and to help with the clinical outcome of the case. It's not about judgment or who knows what or who's done what before. So um, we're very lucky that we have an amazing team of specialists that we work with. The last thing I would say is that the beauty of working in this way means that, um, for example, Sarah and her team can gain CPD hours without having to leave the practice, which is always I would think a a benefit, Sarah, when you're a small team and if you go out on a CPD course, you're going to have to find a locum to cover you for the day. Yeah, it's amazing how my CPD has tottered up. (laughs) (laughs) And so it's just merrily tottered up in in the background, um, yeah, with, you know, um, with using this service um, as well. Uh, so yeah, there are two two threads to my CPD this year. One is COVID and one is working virtual veterinary specialist as I'm sure you can I'm sure you realize that yeah the virtual veterinary specialist is by far the you know the more the more enjoyable for me and also I've you know got a huge huge amount out of it um I think the the, the other the other thing as well which we've not really touched on is the advice calls that you can do as well. Say, yes, there's all the tech, there's all the platforms, but you can also have a phone call with a recording. And I found these to be very different to, you know, all specialist centres, all specialists, they're always willing to talk to you. But first of all, you play fine tennis and then, um, you know, they're all pushed for time and we're talking to them between consultations or it's disturbing a consultation and, so what I found on the ones that I've done with virtual veterinary specialists is that you have an allotted time. You can do ones where you send the histories, you send the blood results. So it's a it's a full case review. It's completely different. And I feel that I get so much more out of that. And the other thing as well is obviously we make a charge for that. Um, and I think initially it was my barrier, not the client's barrier, because as soon as I started saying to clients, well, we can do this, and they ask how much it's going to be, and they're like, yes, that's fine. And um, for me, I've got so much out of, you know, I've done a few of those, and I've got so much more, um, you know, out of a phone call. And I think also what that's doing really is valuing the specialist time and my time. Um, which it should be, you know, I think it, it should be valid. And yet the clients are willing to pay for that. Um, and that, as I say, I think in, I had a slight barrier in my head about that, which has been broken down quite quickly. Mm. We undervalue our own time so much, though. And I think in general practice, especially like because clients are prepared to pay for stuff if you yes, ask yeah. them. Yeah, they they and I think it's explaining to them as well that I will send all the information over, you know, all the blood results, everything as well that'll go through. And so for me, you know, those discussions have been, you know, much, much more valuable. Obviously, yeah, it's working very well for us and it's tough in practice at the moment. My guys are work, you know, we're all working really, really hard. Nice to have those times with Neela then. <laughs> Told you it's like going into this little bubble of calm for an hour when nobody else can get me. Thanks so much for listening. It means a lot to us that you do. 
If you enjoyed this episode, please share it wherever you can and do tell a friend because we'd love more of you to join our community celebrating the veterinary profession and those working within it. Borborygmy is brought to you by me, Naomi Mella, as part of Vet Stay Go Diversify. You can drop me a DM with any feedback or suggestions at Naomi the Vet with underscores between on Instagram or Twitter. And you can find VVS on any of the social platforms if you just search VVS Vet. Thanks to everyone involved this season. Your support is much appreciated.